Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And I am so excited to be here with you today, Sydney, because we have a very special episode. That's right, we do. First off, it's Max Fun Drive. What does that mean, Sydney? Well, as you probably already know, uh, Maximum Fun is a uh, listener-supported network. We count on you, our faithful trustee. Trusty listeners. Fine. Trusty listeners. Um, to help us keep making the stuff that uh, you enjoy, that we love making, um, and we love making more of and making better for you. And your support helps us do that. So once a year, we try to do something a little special, a little different, um, while we also come to you and humbly ask uh, to help us out. Um, whatever you can donate, we really appreciate. If you're already a member, thank you so much. If you're in a position to upgrade your membership, this is a great time. And if you have thought about it and are ready to take the plunge, this is the best time to join because we give you presents. We give you gifts. Mm. And what's better than presents, Justin? Uh, Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. I didn't expect that answer, actually. Nothing's better than presents. Um, Sid, uh, I have such an exciting time today because this is going to be kind of an education Mainly for you, but also for me. Your dad, my dad, uh, gifted you for the holidays um, the Marvel Anatomy. I guess textbook would be the way I'd put it. Um, It's written by that's a (laughs) a word you could use. Mark Sumerak and Daniel Wallace with beautiful illustrations by Jonah Loeb. This is a book about how the anatomy of the Marvel universe works. So Mm -hmm. what I have done here is you seem pretty smart about one kind of person. And what I have a book here is like lots of different kinds of people that maybe you could learn a bit more about. Okay. So you're ready in the field. And by different kinds of people, you mean fictional. Huh. People. Yes. Um, that's, yes. Okay. Um, yes. So what are you, what do you think are the chances that uh, in, increasing my knowledge in this specific area of medicine... I say, with a question uh-huh. mark. Medicine. Um, what is the likelihood this will help me in my career or um, help a patient that I may care for in the future? Uh, nil. So what Great. I've done is I've put a random Fun. number generator for um, page 18. That's where it stops being about the scrolls because who knows. <laughs> and then it goes up to page 225. Which being is about the what? The scrolls. They're confusing. 
Um, but <laughs> the first one that has come up for us today is uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel has... Uh, I saw a little bit of that movie. Yes. Okay. Not all of it, though. Um, now, Captain Marvel is, was a U.S. Air Force pilot, and uh, her name was Carol Danvers, and now she has a, uh, a hybrid DNA, which mixed her and Kree, which are like anti-Skrulls, kind of, okay? Are these aliens? Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so you know that— uh, So she's half human and then half— fictional alien creature that uh-huh. we have no like that does not exist on this plane as far as we know as far as we know right allowing for the possibility that there's life we are not aware of mm-hmm. of which we are not aware okay so carol captain marvel's mother was a cree soldier named marielle so this is all the uh, all i'm going to tell you here um when you tell me how she shoot energy out her hands um, what I need you to tell me here is, Sid, how did how she shoot energy out of her hands? I, I are you looking for me to hy- like hypothesize yep. scientifically? Mm-hmm. Oh, Justin, I don't know that there's a. I mean, I guess the closest approximation would be, you know, when you like are wearing fuzzy socks and rub them on a carpet, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> and a buildup of static electricity, like mm. extra. Well, you got extra electrons floating around there. Okay, interesting. Is that your best, that's your guess? Well, I mean, I, I suppose if you had, I don't know how you would generate such an enormous buildup. And then I also don't know how any, like you could direct that energy. Certainly not in something that you could project a distance from your body more than, I would think, like a couple millimeters. Let me give it to you briefly. Like when you accidentally shock somebody, when you go down the slide on the playground or you're jumping on the trampoline, and you accidentally shock someone, or yeah. intentionally. Carol Danvers has human DNA that is mixed with her mom's Cree soldier DNA that remained dormant, but there was exposure to psych- psychomagnetronic waves that stimulated the polynucleotide bonds in her hybrid DNA to activate her latent cosmic abilities. Now, what are psycho- polynucleotide bonds? They're just talking about all the places where her DNA is stuck together. And that, I mean, and like that activating those, that doesn't mean anything. That allows uh, Captain Marvel to absorb ambient photons in the atmosphere and rechannel them, which allows her to fly around and shoot beams out of her hands. So So this is not static. These are photons. These are particles of light. Yeah, she did. She used particles of light. So that one. I'm so I was g- wrong. You are going to give you a pretty big <laughs> f on that. Now, do now, you? Do to you, be fair, I was trying to build off of something that was real. So was I. Yeah, it's a real book. It's right in front of me. Um, now, I was about to give you a question about the vision, and that doesn't seem fair because he's all machine, baby. Yeah. Unless you believe he has a soul. So let's talk about Angel. What do you know about Angel, Sid? Angel Dumont. Chouinard from Rent? No. And before you say it, not the broody vampire angel. Uh, Not that either. Not that one either. No. We're talking about Angel, the X-Man angel. I didn't know there was an X-Man called Angel. I've seen some X-Man films. Okay. And you didn't see... I think he's Archangel later. Here's the spoiler, like... I'm not really super deep into this stuff either. Like my like my dad knows a lot more about this stuff than I do. Um, I'm more of a sporto. The honestly. last the last X Man film 
I believe I saw is the one where they sort of like Jean Grey dies and they kind of allude to the idea that the Phoenix or whatever is coming. But then I never saw any movies after that. So I don't know what happens after that. Okay. So um, Wolverine is around. This is actually (laughs) a great one because Angel, the as near as I could tell, Angel's big thing is he does fly with these big, beautiful wings. Okay. So he has wings. It's big, beautiful wings and he uses to fly around. I mean, is that it? Is that his whole thing? Like, I mean, that's good. I'm not, I'm not like minimizing the idea of like, like having like you'd wings. you like have wings? Yeah, I would love to have wings. I yeah. think that'd be great. That'd be sweet, sweet. But is that, I mean, does he have any other? A good hearing. <laughs> no. No, healing. I misread. <laughs> okay. I was going to say that's. that's <laughs> what an awkward combo that would be. He soars above the sky far away so he can't hear anything. But if he was on the ground, he would be hearing like wild. Like, real, no. He, he can heal himself or others? No, himself. Oh. Himself. I find that a very disappointing power. Now, if you could use it to heal others, that's oh, intriguing to me. Oh, she goes. Okay, Sydney. All right, we get it. I'm just saying if he's called Angel. You already have the power to heal. Well, yes, but I was not I was not born with it. So here's what I want to talk to you about. Angel can fly, okay? Okay. But that Angel is a mutant, which you uh, uh, is— uh, I understand the concept of X-Man is that X-Men, X-People, why are they you. men? X-Factor. That's the one with Simon Cowell. Go on. <laughs> the concept is that, like, these are just, like, natural consequences of evolution, right? Yes, these the, they are the ne- they are, they are homo superior, the next state in human evolution. So this is just what would happen. We just keep evolving, and like in theory, yes, a guy with great hearing and wings, healing. or maybe healing yeah. and wings. Except for there's the thing where Wolverine's claws were put into him or something, right? Like um, there's other there's other stuff though, right? So here's what I want: okay. Angel has <laughs> has bought because this is a biological adaptation. Right. Angel has biological adaptations that he's had to have to make this incredible flight possible. Okay. I'm looking at four different adaptations. Sure. So talk to me about what you think some of the the, the mutagenetic. Well, I mean, he grew wings. Wings, surprisingly, ain't part of it. I mean, wings is part of it, right? Yeah, like wings must be part of it. I, I'm assuming it has something to do with like... Four different things. It's not it. Okay. Well, one one would have to do with oxygen and your ability to breathe in different environments, depending on how high he can fly. Stop right there. The alveoli. Mm-hmm. Little, al- little grape-like clusters of air sacs in the lungs. In Angel's lungs, optimize oxygen intake, allowing him to soar at high speeds and elevations. Mm. So you were right about yeah, that I one. Yeah, I figured Good there'd job. be something there. Okay, what else? The oxygen you got. That's so okay. cold. Um, is temperature part of it? Well, possibly. Because it's yes, cold yes. up there. It's really, it gets really cold up is there. It's considerably more dense than other humans of his size, and any presence of fatty tissue is negligible. So, no, I mean, I guess that's not. I, the, no, that would be bad. No, you need the chub. Trust me, folks. I mean, to support flying, you would have to have a different musculature, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, he has to not, I mean, and the wings aren't enough to lift. Like the whole body has mm-hmm. to, otherwise he would just sort of hang in the air by his wings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you would have to have a different muscular shirt to, so that you could like, f- I'm assuming he flies flat out. He doesn't just like hang there. 
No, I mean, I bet he could if he'd be really focused on it, but I bet it's not easy, you know, right. the wings. Yeah. Um, I'm what about get- vision? Is his eyesight improved since he has, like, if he flies fast? The pectin oculi, a comb-like configuration of blood vessels within the vitreous body of the avian eye, is known to enhance sight in some specimens. So he's got one of them, I guess. One? Is, I mean, that, is hope, it a brain thing, thing or is it a, an eye thing? Two. Let's over two. What with the okay. two eyeballs? Let's over okay. two. Okay, Sydney, one more. This one's right out there. Um, he doesn't poop? He doesn't poop. <laughs> That's on the sheet in big letters. I wrote that in marker. He doesn't poop. Now, um, think, think Emily Mortimer on 30 Rock. Jack's girlfriend. For she a time. had she had the avian bone thing. He has avian bones. So his bones are really brittle. Well, probably not brittle. But that, <laughs> that would be the weird. made up. The made up thing on the on Thirty Rock is that she had like brittle bones. So he had a cross section of one angel's bones, and I can show you this picture now because um, you've guessed all these. The cross section shows his hollow inner structure, which reduces his weight for oh. greater flight performance. So it's hollow inside. I guess he don't got no marrow. We need that, say, don't we? Well, yeah. How does he generate new blood cells? Um, probably from the not pooping. Maybe he turns the poop into blood cells. I don't think that him not pooping is part of it. I think you made that up, Sydney. Um, I want you. Can I'm gonna uh, get a new character up for you? Can okay. you tell us uh, about some of the gifts? That people can expect to get there, if they do, if they join Maximum Fun during this special time I, of year. I will tell everybody. There's a lot. We could just, if you pick any more X-Mans, X-Men's, X-Peoples, uh-huh. X-whatevers, there's a lot you could say about their concept of the way evolution works. But just, that's a side note. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, so first of all, Justin, as you mentioned, there are gifts right now if you upgrade your membership to Maximum Fun, if you join Maximum Fun, this is the time because at each level, we give you something different. At $5 a month, you get over 500 hours of bonus content. 500 hours? Are you kidding me? No. Every show on the network, every year, different bonus episode, and it's all there. Not just this year's, not just last year's, not next year's yet because we haven't made it yet, but it will get there. Um that's just at $5. At $10, you get the bonus content. So you get the the level before that. Plus, you get 37 reusable stickers and a Letterpress Max Fun membership card. Um, our artist, Olivia Fields, illustrated 37 gorgeous restickable stickers that represent every show on the network. So you can choose your favorite. Um, these high-quality, low-commitment stickers, you can stick them and unstick them, which is great. I know, especially in our family, our Kids love stickers and they want to put them on everything. And I love stickers and I want to put them on everything. And, you know, you take all this time to cover your laptop or whatever with stickers and then maybe you got to get a new one eventually. And what do you do? So they're scratch proof. They're waterproof. They're UV protected for outdoor use. And, of course, you get your own Letterpress Max Fun membership card. At $20 a month, you get everything I've already mentioned plus the Max Fun Culinary Kit, which mm-hmm. is a kit that includes the Max Fun Family Cookbook designed by Tom Deja and features recipes from all your favorite Max Fun shows, including, Justin, you have a recipe in there, don't you? Yeah, I got a couple. I got our chili recipe that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a French onion soup recipe in there. It's fantastic. And a jar of bespoke Max Fun uh, flavor spice 
blend. And then, of course, if you're not, if, if cooking in your thing, if you don't want a culinary kit, you can opt for the eco-friendly cap with an adjustable back with the Max Fun Drive Rocket logo embroidered right there on it. And there are other levels, uh, 35, 50, and above, that uh, have other prizes associated with them, but that's just a taste Ooh. of what you can get just if you join that. or upgrade now. Well, that is fantastic. And what's that website where you can do that again, Justin? That's MaximumFun.org forward slash join. That's right. Get on it. Don't wait. This is your moment. Let's get it done. Speci- I, I got I to gotta eat a quickie for you, Sid. Um, I saw it, you giggling. Yeah, because the, the random number generator did give me spider ham. So I just really want to very quickly. Oh, no. The, now I, we're getting into veterinary medicine and fictional creatures. How to, now, this is like more of a trivia thing, but I did. We all know how Spider-Man became Spider-Man. Yeah, he got bitten by a spider. Yep. How did Spider-Ham become Spider-Ham? This is a biological question. I mean, I, f- I feel like a pig got bitten by a spider w- is the obvious answer here. Is that your final answer? I think I, it's Spider-Ham. He's really zany. He's so zany. He's John Mulaney. He's but Spider-Ham. It's, but it's not a, a pig that got bitten by a spider? It's not a pig that got bitten by a spider. Is it a... Don't think about it. Just say it. A spider that got bitten by a pig? Yes. yes. No, it's not. Spider ham was a spider that got bitten by a radioactive <laughs> pig. <laughs> okay. I don't even think, uh, like, pigs don't, they probably don't bite spiders. They probably just, like, eat them. Um, okay, I I'm, I did want to get into Spider-Man, friend of the show. Uh, but no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Spider ham is not a spider that got bitten by a pig. Spider ham is a spider that got bitten by a radioactive pig. No, it's not. Yeah. No, you're for real. For real. For real though. For real. That's spider ham's deal. Peter Porker. <laughs> okay, moving on. I w- I will not entertain this. It's yeah, his no. Christian I name. I understand. That I understand his cr- his Christian. Name. Why are we assuming any religious affiliation? Yeah, for that's this? right. He's a bespo- he's a he's a uh, uh, outspoken atheist. Um, okay, uh, let's talk about our friend Spider-Man. You love him, I love him, friend of the show. who doesn't? Who who doesn't love this great spider? Um, uh, you know Spider-Man's abilities, but what I'd love to to hear from you is, how's he, how's he do it, you know? How do you think, what are some of the adaptations that Spider-Man has had to make in his, in his body to get some of his incredible abilities? Let's start with some of his more basic ones, the swinging and... Uh, punching. Well, the my okay. So the way that it looks in the like movie representations, and I don't, I have not read. I don't know if I've read any comic books ever. Well, no, I've, I've read every Archie ever written, but I don't know if I've read Spider-Man comics. Like mm-hmm. I never. I mean, I'm sure I have perused one or something. But in terms of my understanding of what happens when I used Peter to be Parker gets run on Amazing Spider-Man, but that's all I've ever read. I think like, maybe really. I read some of that too, yeah. but I don't. I don't remember. Anyway, my point is, so the spider bites him, and it's like a it's like a special spider because they're doing it's a chosen experiments. Spider. Well, it's not just that; like they're doing stuff to it in the lab. The so they they have they have done things to the spider to make it a special spider. Are, is the word radioactive going to come up at some point? Okay, that is. Is that, but is that all they did? They just exposed it to radiation? Uh-huh. It's a radioactive spider. Okay. Now, some, now and, in some tellings of the story, the spiders themselves have been sort of whatevered 
to make it possible for that. Like, they've already been, like, tweaking with it, and then they got hit by the radioactive. That's what I mean. It looks like in the movie, that's what it looks like, is that the spiders intentionally are being it, exposed. Sorry, in the movie. Like, when you say the movie, <laughs> can, you, can you possibly drill that, like, the movie? I'm remembering from the first Tobey Maguire one that I saw. Sure, okay. When he gets bitten. The Cider House Rules. <laughs> <laughs> so... It look. I feel like they try to give you the impression that somehow the spider is doing like gene therapy, like they were act- actually introducing DNA into Peter Parker's cells. Okay, and and like his DNA is combining with spider DNA. Yeah, right. Yeah, like that is the impression they're yeah. giving us, yes, for which sure. is. I would say the the idea that the spider does this is problematic at best, but we'll we'll allow for. It that. is problematic. What happened to consent? Like, just ask if you're going to bite somebody. Well, like, I mean, I wish, like, if we could just give somebody, if we could change somebody's entire DNA just by having them, like, bitten by a spider. You didn't have this problem with Carol Danvers and her Cree mother. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, I feel like that with that, we're dealing with an alien species that I do, I do not have any proof exists currently. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying, as far we as we know, they don't. The right? Yeah. And... With, like, the idea of gene therapy, the idea of, like, trying to change someone's DNA medicinally is not, I mean, we we hmm. we are trying to figure that out, right? Like, this we are working on that. Just like you're stalling to tell, from, keep from telling me how Spider-Man be so strong. Okay, so because he, his DNA is now combined with a spider's DNA, he adapts properties of a spider. You're so just like, saying, you're rephrasing the sentence. I want to know how he's so strong. Like, what biologically has changed in Spider-Man to make him so strong and able to spin and swing around? His muscles are stronger. His muscles are tightly layered, increasing his strength without adding additional bulk to his frame. Right. It's lean. He's, he's lean yes. and tough. That's the, strong, that's the strength. Yeah. What about the, you know. He can move quickly. Quickly, but also, like, the flexibility. I mean, he's bending. Right. Oh, he's bending all around. Right. So does he get more joints? Ew, gross, no. <laughs> An elevated <laughs> level of highly elasticized sinew is present in Spider-Man's musculature. Is that anything? Well, I mean, you would still need another joint or something in there. Or something yeah, Something has to happen to the joints to give them more laxity in a way that is also like, like laxity so that they move more but then can spring back into place without causing damage. Mm-hmm. Which is more than just like the muscle fibers. Um, do you know uh, about how his spider sense works? I mean, they make it look like it's magical. Mm, some debate about that, actually, here. It is undetermined if the neural activity generated by his spider sense is precognitive in nature or merely a heightened response to subtle environmental changes. Hmm. So he can sense, like, temperature and pressure and smell and things like that that we can't necessarily sense. Yes, but How? Low-grade, multidirectional pulses of neuroelectrical current in his brain give him a tingling sensation, which is the spidey sense that we can right. know. Yeah, this, it's just brain activity. Now, this is, is the saying. worst thing. How he climb on walls. Mm. They make it look like he gets little hair-like projections that come out of his fingers, and I'm assuming his feet, and then make him sticky. Um, it, so we don't exactly know this. There are several hypotheses. 
One it's not, is it's not like surface tension, like with like geckos and stuff. One is that there are. Can you pronounce this word for me? S e t a e, sete sete sete. I don't know. Sete. Little hand, little hair, hair like things. Right on his hands and feet that let him cling to surfaces. That is one, but they could get and the, get through the fabric of his costume. Right. Okay. Um, an alternate hypothesis: it could be that Spider-Man is able to consciously control the interatomic attraction between molecular boundary layers. In other words, it's possible he creates a bond between his body's bioelectrical aura and a targeted surface on a subatomic level, granting him the ability to walk on walls. This means not. This is nothing. This is nothing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Two contrasting theories here. Um, you have to. I guess Sydney thinks it's the hair-like thing. That thank you, Doctor McElroy, for your part of that. I I do wish you had more thoroughly considered the opposition's. <laughs> uh, you know, just because it's outside of your field doesn't mean it's nothing. If it's the hair-like thing, um, I want to. I think the costume is the most impressive part of that. That it can like withstand all the tiny little holes being poked in it, and then immediately like it's a sort of adaptable fabric. Good costume, no, right? no argument there. Um, um, you didn't talk about whether or not he shoots silk out of his wrists. Uh, I mean, according to this book, this book takes a hard line that the web shooters are mechanical. By So I didn't want to talk to you about those because it's a mechanical intervention. I said silk, which is like a silkworm. I didn't really mean that. I meant webs. You know, they're silk-like. Yeah. There's some... There's some I think I think that the idea that he actually would shoot them out of his body would be a lot harder to think about in many to ways to deal with to exist with in the world. Yeah, yeah I agreed. I think the the although the web shooters stress me out. The web why do the web shooters stress you out? Because they could run out at any time. Sydney, uh, talk to me about the Max Fund Drive. If I go to maximumfund.org forward slash join. And I pledge five, ten, twenty dollars a month. Where where is my money going to? Your money is going uh, in part directly to the shows you love. Um, that's one wonderful thing about Max. The majority, Fun. yes. the yeah. The majority of the money you are donating uh, goes directly to the creators uh, that make the shows that you listen to. You get to choose the shows you listen to, um, the shows that you want to support and want to keep existing and making more and making better shows for you to enjoy um part of the money goes to maximum fun our network to support all of our artistic endeavors and to keep us running uh but the majority of money that you can donate when you become a member and and join maximum fun goes directly to the creators that i was gonna say love but maybe that's too much that you enjoy that you appreciate if, if you've been listening to our shows and you haven't been able to to be involved maybe your financial situation has changed maybe you start listening to some new shows whatever you can start a new membership for just five bucks a month, and you're going to get access to lots of bonus content. I mean, we've got tons of episodes of Sawbones on there that you've never heard before. Um, there's videos. All the shows in the network are putting up stuff on there. Uh, and if, if you can do $10 a month, we've got those reusable stickers uh, designed by Olivia Fields, which are beautiful. Um, and the culinary kit at $20 a month that has the spice blend and the Max Fun family cookbook. But the real thing you're doing is supporting great stuff and we really we are only able to make these shows and and spend as much time and energy on them as we do uh, because you are so kind to support us um mm-hmm. we we really appreciate it we've been able to uh do more and um upgrade the sound and the quality of, of what we can put out to you 
um, to spend more time on researching and creating better shows, we hope. So we, it really, it goes directly to help us make the stuff that we think you like. Um, now, speaking of stuff I think you'll like, Sydney, MaximumFun.org forward slash join is that address, by the way. Please take a moment and go there. Oh, we got a whole podcast on there. Justin and Sid- Fast and Furious and Justin and Sydney. Oh, that's right. Our, our, on, the bo- uh, on the bonus content. On the bonus content. We've got our, our uh, Fast and Furious podcast. Uh, uh, exploration, meditation on Fast and Furious. Okay. It's about family. It's about family, really. Um, okay, our last uh, selection for today, Sydney, on okay. uh, this series. And please let us know uh, if if you enjoy this 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 wonderful this wonderful series because I'd love to keep uh, quizzing my wife about uh, fantasy biology. The, I don't even think, I don't think this is the only book like this that your dad has gotten me. Probably. I think I have other like fictional universe yeah. anatomy yeah, Science if you got books. one, P.O. Box 54, Huntington, West Virginia, <laughs> 25706, send it our way. Um, we're going to talk about the Hulk. The oh, okay. Hulk, the Hulk, you know him? Yeah, the green guy. Green guy, yes. We know the Hulk smash, right? But how he smash? He starts out like a nerd like you, but then he becomes the Hulk, right? Like yeah. me. And so, mm. <laughs> just of the, of the options he here, well, he's all smart and stuff and... And then he gets but, all like beefy. And, yeah, but you wouldn't um, like him when he's angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. Let's speak on that. I want you to walk me through the transfer. I have a transformational path here. <sighs> okay. How he goes from being a, a sort of a nerdy wimp, like some people, and then a big beefcake like others. Right. Uh, I Okay. I don't know that I could come up with a plausible, like, Actual, I mean, because this this is a, a physical of change. I, well, yeah, but like this is a like his body increases in size. You're getting way ahead of yourself. You already know how it starts because you just told me. Right, he gets angry. Okay, so what is that? Te- speak on that. So he gets angry, and I mean, I guess what we're talking about is like a, a sympathetic nervous system reaction, like a fight or flight sort of reaction that starts happening Correct. with anger and fear are interpreted by the amygdala. I don't mm-hmm. know if you knew that. Yes. Which then stimulates the hypothalamus, it says here, to actuate hormone release from the pituitary and adrenal glands. Mm-hmm. Right? So right. You, yeah. So no, I, under, I understand all this. So what happens in those adrenal glands? So you're going to get some adrenaline, some epinephrine is going to be released, mm-hmm. um, which is going to stimulate blood flow and pupillary size. It has digestive tract effects. Yeah, he immediately poops his pants every no, time. No, opposite, turns. opposite. He immediately gets constipated. <laughs> no, that you need the parasympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system to do all that. Stuff. No, like all the stuff that happens when you're about ready to fight somebody. You know, your heart rate goes up, your breathing quickens, you get more blood flow to your muscles. So if you need to like run or punch or jump or whatever. So the adrenal glands secrete elevated levels of gamma infused adrenaline into Banner's heart. Okay, see, this gamma body. infused is where things start to go. Well, off yeah, the rails. there had to be something, Sydney. Right, because he he creates he creates matter. Right. He doesn't actually Matter is created when you when you watch the Hulk transform. He gets bigger. Where does that mass? Where is that matter coming from? Well, gamma proteins activate in the bloodstream and are dispersed to cells throughout Banner's body, uh, with, with initiating transmutation. 
seems, I mean. But that's not something that can happen and unhappen, and it doesn't happen that... So, okay, in order for this to make any sort of scientific sense, it, it, he, is, he is not creating matter. All structures are just being enlarged. And, pro- and so, like, each skin cell has to get bigger right. as opposed to more to stretch over the increased right. muscle mass right. and Gamma increased proteins. bone density. His head gets bigger. You're getting this. Gamma proteins bond with cells and change their hue. Muscle fibers rapidly expand. That just means they make them green, hun. <laughs> Muscle fibers rapidly expand, drawing additional mass from an extra-dimensional source. I mean, it's right there. I mean, it's, oh, you just, okay. You just got to draw from an extra-dimensional that's source. That's not fair. So, no. <laughs> See, if, if they wanted it to make biological sense, you just have to say each individual structure, still if it gets bigger, if it increases in size, it has to be filled with something, air, fluid, or or actual matter or like particles of matter. What if he was just a big waterbed of a man what just squishing is, around? That's what I imagine that the hawk is like hawk with each step. Squish, 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 squish. I like the hawk best when he's smart and strong. Oh yeah, you know, just, yeah, absolutely. We that's all, like, oh hey, hey, that's my, and a little bit like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I th- like all that. Hey, thanks so much for listening. One last plug: maximumfund.org forward slash join. We only do this once a year, and it really it makes the whole thing possible. If you like our shows, if you like the work we do, if you think the stuff we do on Sawbones is important, like the, putting like not not this episode obviously, but a lot of the episodes <laughs> are 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 worthwhile and important. Please uh, show that with your support. Really appreciate it. We have the gifts, but the main thing is just helping us keep making stuff. Um, that is going to do it for us for this week. Thanks to the taxpayers for use of their song "Medicines" as the intro and outro of our program, and thanks to you. For listening, that's going to do it for us this week. Until next time, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. All right. Yeah. org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.